This week on So You're a Fan, we investigate the Christians Against Loki Facebook group, discuss Army of the Dead, and oh yeah, who are we? And much, much more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the So You're a Fan podcast. My name is Joseph Thomas, and with me is my co-host, Rose Bowman. Hey, guys. Since this is our first episode, I thought that we would say who we are, kind of tell the story of how we met, but from like our own perspectives. Would you like to go first, sir? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so I grew up in the Center Valley, Pennsylvania area and stayed in the same school district up until I graduated. I first met Rose when she walked into my freshman year English class. The teacher went to the front and said, hello, everyone, this is Rose. And what school did you come from? Was it freedom or liberty? I always forget. Uh, those freedom. Two words are, it was freedom. It was freedom. Because those yeah. two words are like synonyms and they're both <laughs> schools. <laughs> it's a really good indicator of how white that little area is. Nicki Minaj <laughs> said, what country is freedom? <laughs> And that, that was actually almost the whole school, too. I, like, walked in, because I'm not even that dark, but no. I was, like, the slightly darker person in the school, and everyone was like, can you speak, like, Spanish? And, like, where are you from? And I was like, no, I can't speak Spanish, and I'm from California. <laughs> can you speak it's, any language that's not English? Um, no. <laughs> I can I, I don't know, how did we exactly become friends? Because I don't really remember like there being an, a middle period between when I first met you and like us being friends. Because I remember the Rebels episode happened with Vader and Ahsoka. Really freshman year? I didn't realize it was that long ago up until now, just because I remember us talking about it in uh, his room. His he was a weird man. Yeah, he definitely was. He's got, I mean, he's good now. He's married. He's got, he's, he, he has a kid last night. I saw. When did you see but that? He had he had a kid, like a baby, our senior year. Because I oh. saw him and his wife with their, you know, they they upgraded to the, uh, yeah, the the minivan, <laughs> and I saw the I saw a car seat, and I was like, oh crap, look at that, he's got kids. He weirded me out at least. You remember he used to play music during class, and he would play a lot of Nelly Furtado because he was obsessed with her, and he talked about it all the time. Do you remember that? <laughs> I pretty much blocked that man out of my memory, if I'm going to be honest. See, I hold a grudge against him. Sorry, Mr. Because we, we had that prompt to write like a story, a short story or whatever. In mm -hmm. mine, he said, I, I got my ideas from Twilight and I got very offended because I read, it was like a Red Riding Hood book, but they twisted it and made it really dark and scary. And I took, my, took that and wrote my story based off of that. It had nothing to do with Twilight. And I like the Twilight franchise, but not that much. <laughs> I was like, don't you dare say that I use Twilight for this. And I kept, I kept correcting him and he kept saying it. And eventually I just gave up and I was like, yeah, I used Twilight as a reference. <laughs> I was just so mad at him after that day. I did not want to be in his class anymore. And then we were in the same AP class, senior year. And we were like the only people that actually like knew each other and were friends, like outside of the class that like, at least for me, everyone else in the class, like I knew who they were, but I wasn't really close with any of them. And I saw you and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Like, we both don't remember anything from that class except just looking at memes. And it was AP Gov. <laughs> I don't know how I passed that. I spent I so much time on my laptop. Go. We made, we made a Google Doc that I'm pretty sure still exists. 
Oh god, I I, I want to leave it behind then. I don't want to see it. <laughs> you, do you remember that? It was like over several class periods that we spent doing this. And what, what did we do on it? Was it just memes that we were putting? No, around? it was we made there was a strip club in the small town that we lived in that had a really, uh, it had a weird nickname. Everyone called it the shitty titty. Because it, w- it wasn't the actual name of the place. Everyone just called it that. Yeah, it was, it was called road. Silhouettes. And we took that and said, well, what if we owned it? <laughs> and there's a whole Google Doc of the MC's introduction to like our main night with all of our main, I wouldn't even say girls because 95% of them weren't even girls. They were just- They're monstrosities. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even human at that point. I don't know how we thought of the stuff we did. Does it still exist? I think it does. I'm gonna quickly check my old school account. I don't know how they didn't even delete it. <laughs> you found it, didn't you? <laughs> You found it? Yes! <laughs> I need to I need to hear some of this again because I, it's been so long that I don't remember what, what we wrote, but I just know it exists. Alright, you ready for this high class radio drama? Afterwards, when I'm like editing this, I'm gonna have to like put over like club music or something. Oh my god, that would be glorious. Welcome to the shitty titty. My name is DJ Nippy Brick. <laughs> We got some fine honeys tonight. The only rule at the shitty titty is that there ain't no safe word. Oh god. <laughs> the first one I remember, I stole it from a podcast I was listening to at the time. So Are you first, serious? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Versus stages Carol at the ripe age of 87 years old. She loves singing songs about Christmas. She can shove a whole Christmas tree up her pussy. <laughs> 7 out of 10, rent don't buy. Next we have Chillery Hilton. <laughs> she loves chillin'. Let's her husband get blowjobs from randos, native to Cedar Rapids. I'm just chillin' in Cedar Rapids. Oh Rapid. my god, this is awesome. <laughs> Our lord and savior, Ted the Zodiac Cruz. I didn't remember adding that in. Oh my god. I don't remember any. It was last time it was updated Bruh. was December. Come on. Last it was updated was December 14th, 2018. Wow. Anna Quinn owns a pharmacy, demands extra for lap dances, loves when you say nickels. <laughs> Is YouTube gonna allow this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to cut a lot of this up, honestly. <laughs> what were we on? <laughs> I was undiagnosed with ADHD. I don't know about you. <laughs> Following up is Nancy. She loves riding horses, but can't ride dick. But that's never stopped her from trying. <laughs> she enjoys horses kicking her in the pussy and could ruin your life. Skeet yourself before you yeet yourself. I feel like I'm doing a really bad impression of the number 15 Burger King foot lettuce guy. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking. Burger King <laughs> foot lettuce. Uh, my throat hurts. I don't know if I want to keep going. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> I might have to cut all this out, but... I, I don't I'm think gonna... any of that's usable, but it's still good to, to, <laughs> to read that again. It's nice to visit that old grave. And then we graduated, and then we hadn't seen each other since up until last week over Zoom. That whole time, we kind of just sent each other memes. 
anything new like Marvel or Star Wars we would complain to each other about. And, and it was right after we said like a funny joke to each other and we were like, oh, that's fucking, and I laughed for like a while. And I was like, you know what? This is, we're too selfish keeping this shit in a, in a Instagram DM. We gotta, we gotta do something with this. We gotta make like a podcast or a YouTube. And then you were like, oh yeah, actually. And I was like, oh, for real? <laughs> Rose, do you want to give your side of the story then? Unlike Joseph here, who's in, who never left um, the Center Valley area <laughs> his entire fucking life. I grew up in several places, actually. We moved around so much as a kid. So I never actually stayed at one school for more than like maybe a year until I got to Pennsylvania. You know, I, I liked being able to make friends and actually stay with them for more than a year and not leave. We were actually going to, but I convinced my parents not to because I really liked Southern Lehigh. The first lunch I had there, I made friends with Beak and I went to go sit with him for lunch because I didn't know anyone else. He sat at a table that was all guys. Some idiot. And if he ever sees this video, he he knows who he is. He was sitting on the opposite side of the table. From Parker? No, it wasn't Parker. Parker liked me because I liked the Chargers. He laughed with his the, the guys that were sitting next to him. And he says, this is a whites only table and that I couldn't sit there. And I looked at Beak and I was like, oh, is he... He, are you for reals? Did he, did he just say that to me right now? It's going to be a problem for a very long time if you say anything to me, especially because I was new and I was being really defensive because I didn't really know anyone yet. So from what I knew at that point, I was the only brown kid at that school. Oh my God. I can't remember who it was. Whatever I said scared him enough that he never walked on the same side of the hallway as I did. It was great introduction to a new school and a new area. (laughs) can't remember his name right now I'm not gonna say it anyway this is going on youtube <laughs> so i'm probably gonna end up censoring names anyways when did you start becoming like really a nerd i was always kind of just kind of into weird things that other people weren't really into uh i was it's definitely like unless you like feet <laughs> <laughs> had ipads been around in the early 2000s i would have grown up to be an ipad kid <laughs> Uh, I was definitely like an inside TV kid. So I spent a lot of time like watching Nickelodeon Cartoon Network. Uh, and I think that's how I found Star Wars for the first time. Because that was 2008, I think, or 2007 mm-hmm. when the Clone Wars started. 2008 sounds right. Don't remember how often I would watch it. But I remember watching the last episode of season one where Cad Bane took the senators hostage. I remember like being confused and kind of upset was like, why would the season end with the bad guy getting away, you know? <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I, guess I must have like been talking about it with my mom or something. And then she borrowed the original trilogy on VHS. The VHS tape of A New Hope wasn't rewound all the way. And so when my mom first pressed play, the first image that came on screen was a C-3PO, just a zoomed in shot of his face during the sand crawler scene when they're being sold to the Lars family. Okay. And I just remember my eyes lighting. I was like, whoa, what's that? (laughs) And that was basically my nerd origin story. What about you? I grew up, like my dad is like a huge gamer. He has two full bookshelves of just video games from every console we've ever had. He still has the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube. And so I grew up with video games. And my dad is a huge Star Wars fan, just like I am. So I got it from him. And before Clone Wars came out, I don't know if you saw those movies that are on Disney Plus now, 
Oh God, I can't think of the names. Yeah, they're just they're just called Clone Wars. I never saw them until a few I weeks ago. I saw both. There was also the um the Ewok ones that are on there as well. Oh yeah. Those are like the earliest things I can remember watching a Star Wars, and I really liked them. I didn't know that Clone Wars existed until a few seasons in, but my dad bought me like the discs that for however many seasons had been out by then. And I kind of binge watched them all. And it spiraled from there. My eighth birthday party, I'll have to show you the pictures, was Star Wars themed. I was Ahsoka, full costume, full posing and everything in these pictures. I'm dead serious. How did that work out like did you get a specific ahsoka costume with like the headpiece yeah it was whatever spirit halloween or whatever company had a costume out at the time but <laughs> look at the 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 headpiece yeah i love to ask in your memory in your memory does it look a lot better than it does in photos um yes 100 percent um and it felt different too there was like a foam in there so it's, it's not flat like it looks like in the pictures it was actually slightly rounded it's just the angle of the pictures makes it look a little flat wow those poses man i just i was tearing it up oh god one of the things i got for that birthday was a giant jacob black poster for twilight oh no i didn't base it off twilight <laughs> One of the things I got, it was a Yoda beanie, and I still have this somewhere. Oh, um, you look you look prepared to walk into a suicide forest. Oh, God. Was that what he was wearing? I think so. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you never, you never stand next to a dead guy? Oh, no, no, you're good. It wasn't, it wasn't Yoda. <laughs> it was the alien from uh, Toy Story. Oh, good. Still, don't associate. Yeah, you're um, safe. My head fit just inside it enough that I could bring the face down so it covered my face. So I walked around on my knees talking like Yoda for like three hours. I really like the Mortal Kombat franchise. I don't know much about it, but I grew up playing the games. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, little, you know, like five-year-old me did have a controller and was doing fatalities. But I only ever play as like Katana or Melina. I only switched between the two. I never actually played as anyone else until I got older. But I, yeah, I was, I was big video game and then it got into Star Wars. My sister had a Nintendo 64. And so I spent a lot of time playing that in a, a PlayStation 2 that we had. I'm really not into Nintendo, but I have a lot of memories of playing like the original Super Mario N64 game. Actually, the video I'm working on right now on my other channel, Nine Novembers with Natalie has like some Mario 64 sound effects in it. Oh, nice. Good plug. <laughs> well then, do you want to talk about Christians against Loki? All over TikTok, all over Instagram. People have been talking about the Christians against Loki Facebook group. And it's, it's, we're not entirely sure it's an actual group or not. And we'll explain that in a little bit. But basically, this group is horrified at Disney for putting this show out. They want to boycott Disney and Disney Plus. They think he's like associated with the devil, comparing like the horns or whatever. Then they're like panicking about it. And it's, it has like what, 12? I think 11 point. Oh no, 12.2 thousand members. 12.2 thousand members. We have infiltrated. <laughs> we are inside. <laughs> we have exposed the Christians Against Loki series. We're a little concerned about the aut authenticity. If we're going to have hate groups, I want the hate groups to be real. <laughs> yeah like this would be genuinely amusing if i knew 100 percent was real or not but my thing is the admins and you can see the first name that is there is wade wilson 
little sus, little that's, weird. That's a big red flag. Big red so, flag. I joined yesterday, and since it's a private group, you have to answer specific questions that they have. Let's see if I can find my files here. So are you boycotting the Loki series? And it's either yes or no. I hit yes. Uh, then the first type in question is, tell me your feelings towards Disney. <laughs> and so I wrote, greedy, unpatriotic, leftist agenda crap. <laughs> and then the, the last question is the one I kind of stared at for a few minutes. And I was like, what is this supposed to be? Yeah, so if you're here, H-E-A-R from TikTok, say, in all caps, I, E-Y-E, Marie, M-A-R-I, Chung. I, Marie, Chung. I was Google searching this, being like, what does this even mean? And I found a Reddit is supposed to be explaining memes. And one, there was a post saying, what does I, Marie, Chung mean? And the answer was, it just means nothing. There's no actual meaning for it. And so it says, if you're here from TikTok, say, I'm Marie Chung. And I just wrote, I'm not sure what this means. <laughs> and I, I hit sent. I will know that I did try to get into this group, forgot that I had put something Loki related on my story, and then was not accepted to the group because of that. <laughs> I checked back in an hour and they accepted me. I was like, wow, that was fast. And then I sent you screenshots and you're like, the admin, his name is Wade Wilson. So I checked out Wade Wilson's uh, page. And so the profile picture is this old bald man with uh, the words Wade Wilson as seen on TV is my homie wrapped around him. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, he made a post on June 17th saying, welcome my fellow followers of Christ. God has once again set us on a task to remove smut from our children's watching. Not only is Loki glamorizing false prophets by glamorizing the North religion, he will also be quote, gender fluid. Disney, <laughs> Disney has been leading the charge with liberal propaganda and we cannot allow them to continue. We will boycott this show as well as Disney plus and all their shows. A little bit about Wade Wilson, it says, I like to talk about the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I was like, either this is amazing satire that someone is doing, or this is an actual insane person. I scroll down. On January 10th of this year, Wade Wilson posted a photoshopped image of Homelander, but instead of Homelander's head, it's Donald Trump. And that really, that, that escalated my like mixed feelings even more because... Rose, have you watched The Boys on Amazon? I haven't, but I've seen all the memes and I, I know about it. <laughs> Homelander is not someone who no. anyone should be glamorizing. He's a homicidal maniac who would commit genocide. He has the he is physically capable to commit genocide, and he would if he believes that like he could get away with it without anyone stopping him. I started checking out the other admins. <laughs> This one named Rosie Flowers. On June 22nd, Rosie posted, Please unfollow TikTok. People are sharing false information. Please pray with me. They make it seem like it's such a horrible thing. There's a there's a lot of postings in that chat uh, that have like hashtag WAP. <laughs> I eventually found a recent post that was posted on uh, June 27th saying, Quick note for all the idiots. WAP means wet-ass pussy, not worship and prayer. Think oh. of that when you comment. 
it's 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 so mixed it's like is this could this actually be real or is it all just a meme and it's really hard to tell sometimes it's but a very well orchestrated meme if it is someone named bushy bennett who looks to be a middle-aged woman bushy posted my daughter called her rescue dog loki is she going to hell is the dog going to hell i thought all dogs went to heaven and then there are a bunch of pictures of this dog i'll send you one God, what? No, the stuff like that that makes me like it could be one hundred percent a joke. It could be one hundred percent a joke, but but then also there are people that like that could be very real. Okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go definitely. This is all fake. Um, I'm looking at Bushy's uh, profile right now. Bushy's first and only post was yesterday. Mm, very well orchestrated. I'm gonna say <laughs> well orchestrated meme. More than half of it is probably fake. But then there are people who actually joined that 100% support that. And they joined out of fear. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just, they're these people that are making this meme. They're just going along with it. Oh, you can't tell me that that dog is going to go to hell. (laughs) Look at that bean. So cute. Who told my father what WAP means? He's been crying in the AARP bathroom for at least 20 minutes now. Okay. Yeah. This is, I wanted so desperately for this account. Like, I, I bet at the beginning it was pretty real and that everyone who was in it was 100% with that cause. But now that it's hit like TikTok and, and Instagram, all of these fans that have found it and are like, oh, we're going to go in and troll these people. I think it just adds to it and it just fuels the chaos. And I think it's 100% something that Loki himself would be for like and support and do himself anyway. And it just makes me laugh. It's so funny that people actually have very strong feelings about it. I just saw that there was an article. I didn't read it. I'm looking at it now on a website called god.daily.com. And it's a religious podcast. They seem to think that the group is real. Oh, Uh, Here is a post that they included in it. These libtards are ruining our Christian ethos by promoting Satanism. Hashtag WAP. (laughs) And they seem to be reporting that the Facebook group is real. I don't know if they caught on that it's all making fun of them yet. That's funny. A few commenters have commented that the page is parody, but it's set to private now. It also seems like their numbers have risen past 10,000, and there appear to be many sincere people in there who are really angry that loki and also a little sexually confused by their attraction for him might be (laughs) worth just reading some comments okay so they they are not sure if it's parody or not going deep into research for 45 minutes i think it's safe to say it's not real no here's a good one from an hour ago by darlene banks darlene writes i woke up at 8 a.m and it was already 80 degrees this must be a sign that the Loki series makes God angry. <laughs> That's, I like that one. That one's good. Right, are you ready to move on then? Yeah, I think so. All right. So I was going back and forth on what I wanted to call this. And so I thought about the, uh, the theory trade federation. A little wordy or what do you think? A little wordy, but well, I think it'll catch So we get to come up with or share theories. We can come up with them or we can find them. Mm -hmm. And we present the other person 
with the evidence that we have to support it. Yes. And then after the other person says whether they buy into it or they pass on it, then we <laughs> say our own uh, our own feelings on it. And yes. so these theories can be about any movie or show on any franchise, or it doesn't even have to be a part of a franchise at all. It can be its own thing. We get to say, do we take it? Do we accept it? Or do we just pass? Every time that we make a prediction or make a theory that we think is true, it will be saved. And then eventually find out the answers to it. Then we will see who got what right. And so right now we both start at zero. And every time we get one theory right, mm -hmm. it goes up a number. But every time we get one wrong, it goes down. But you can't get negative. You don't go below okay. zero. Okay, with Loki or like even like, let's just go back to like WandaVision. Mm -hmm. I had a new theory at the end of every episode and not even half were right <laughs> most of the time. So yeah, definitely don't go into the negatives because we would screw ourselves over big time if we did that. I'll do an example one because I already know your feelings on it. Omega is force sensitive. It didn't really like set in until maybe the second or third episode. The things that we saw from like Anakin, like his, he learns things very quickly. He catches on very quickly. And that's something we've been seeing like crazy with Omega. She, she knows everyone immediately. She can figure out what they're there for or like what their purpose is or who they are. I don't think it's going to end well per se for that because you know, when does it ever go right for force sensitive people? It's, it's a theory that I... Like 100% support. I'm starting to think no. I think it's all supposed to be a big misdirect. You know, with movies and shows, they don't just show us stuff for no reason. Right. Uh, they showed Kanan and Depa Balaba uh, during Order 66. Because I don't think they would show that to us just because it's the same character. It is going to be a little fan service -y. I just don't think they would waste resources on that specifically, you know, why, why not just create a whole new character and have that, like, have that youngling survive? Which is why I thought they would do that to establish in series what happened to the Jedi and their younglings. Where, yes, they killed all the Jedi, but clones wouldn't hold back to kill the children as well. And but I think it's not just Jedi, because if you say Jedi, that's a that's a specific term. Force users in general. So force users in general, which broadens it a little bit. Next theory. In the series, Boba Fett is going to show up. And my evidence to support why I would think this is because his codename was Alpha to uh, parallel with Omega, you know, with her codename. I think Boba is going to show up, especially since now we have uh, Fennec Shand showing up. We had Shand and Bane both come in to try and get her back from two different parties. Both of them failed. And I think Boba's going to be like a last stand, bring her home type deal. And that's where we're going to see him again. I always forget the name of the actual city, but you know, the Camino cloning facility. Do you think it's going to be destroyed? I think so. I think it might be um, the Bad Batch themselves doing it, trying to save Omega. I think that's, that's probably going to be what it is, that she ends up back there and they destroy it trying to escape with her. That, yeah, I hadn't thought of that one. That's a, also a good guess <laughs> as to how that could happen. I think Boba Fett is going to show up and I think he is going to be there when it all comes down. The ultimate end to like the story that we were first introduced to in Attack of the Clones. It's like Boba Fett's full childhood cycle before turning into the bounty hunter that we know he becomes. During the Clone Wars, he's like 13 years old or so. And even there still, he's like already pretty radical 
Now, here's the second part. Do you think Omega is going to be in the book of Boba Fett? Off camera, we talked about like, why is Omega blonde? You know, like, where is that blondness coming from? And we <laughs> talked about maybe that was, maybe it's not actually Django DNA. It's actually like Palpatine or Anakin or Shmi or, or just something. But I found out that in Legends, Django Fett had a sister and that sister had about shoulder length blonde hair. And also Django's mother also had the same exact kind of hair that Omega has. And this is in Legends? This is in a Legends comic where okay. this, these images come from. Django's parents, I guess, were killed uh, during the one of the Mandalorian civil wars. Django was taken in by the Mandalorian side of the cause, while Django's sister, her name is Arla. The story of Arla Fett is that while Django was taken in as a foundling, Arla was taken by the Death Watch and radicalized. About 10 years or so before the Clone Wars started, she was taken prisoner by the Republic and remained there up until Order 66, where she was freed. There's very little material or information on her. This is what I'm saying is literally all that there is. And she spent out the rest of her days living with a batch of Django clones, much like how Omega is right now. Mm -hmm. That Because that, that also explains, you know, why Rex had blonde hair. You know, it was just like a possible gene that was in there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there there was another clone that had blonde hair too, but I can't remember who it was. That's interesting. I mean, I, and I just saw the picture of um, their mom, and that is like yeah. You see what you, you see? What I mean? Same hair. I mean, we know that Sir Dave has is like amazing when it comes to like Star Wars lore and <laughs> Dave Filoni. Yeah, like he's, Sir Dave. <laughs> Sir Dave. He takes everything. Like he takes in a lot for this and he has so much information like behind the scenes that I wouldn't doubt that he found this and was like oh actually that's not a bad idea I'd like used it for this I I, I can say that's a that's a big maybe Omega is a, an, an original character from from one of the animated shows from Star Wars and we we only just recently got Ahsoka what a year ago not even and I mean, I think that would be cool. I'm going to say probably not. I don't think it's going to go that far. I'm going to say no to that one. I think it's a, it might be a little bit of a stretch just right now from what I know so far. Maybe by the end of the season, I'll look like an idiot. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, no, that's a pretty strong theory. This is what I like about theories is that any one of these could be right or we could be 100% wrong about everything we're talking about. And it'll be something completely random. Like Game of Thrones. Daenerys destroys the whole city and goes completely against everything she ever said she was. I tried to get into Game of Thrones a few times and I could just never really get into it, you know what I mean? Like I've tried yeah. to watch the first few episodes and I, it just wasn't clicking. And I know like people say, oh, you have to like get to season two and then it starts getting good. That's what I was going to say. It's really hard to watch the first season when like you've heard things about it already because you know like, you know, bigger things are going to happen later. And that, that kind of happened with like um, The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember I, that. I watched that show like religiously up until Jeffrey Dean Morgan played Negan. Negan. Um, and we saw, you know, it was crazy intense leading right up until they revealed who he killed. Literally right after that episode, I had zero interest in watching the show anymore. There was a lot of discourse about Jeffrey Dean Morgan's Negan, like bashing in. It was, yeah, it was Abraham and Glenn. It was just mm -hmm. like, this shouldn't be on TV. And it wasn't even like people who are watching The Walking Dead. But I watched up until uh, this most recent 
season ended with COVID hindering the their abilities to like edit the final episode. The season finale didn't air for almost a year, if not like a full year. It really? Took, it took so long for them to actually finally edit and just air the episode. A year between the second to last episode and the last episode. It was crazy wow. to make up for it. They were going to do like an extended season 10 or they do like a few extra episodes that take place before season 11. And they're like, oh, Maggie came back because Maggie was missing for a while. Oh, I, I just checked out. That was my breaking point. I'll listen to what happened and be like, oh, so that's how that ended. But I honestly can't see myself going back to the show anymore. It's just been too long. Well, I mean, this will be a good transition into what we watched, which was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Army of the Dead. Yeah, new movie on Netflix came out. How, how long ago did that come out? It was pretty recent, right? I think it was two months ago now, if I'm going to be real. Uh, it came out May 21st. And so, okay, it's only been about a month. Okay. So what'd you think about it? Because didn't you just watch it this morning? Yeah, I literally watched it this morning. At first, I was like, oh, this is going to be like one of those, like, like the Zombieland type movies. And then the more and more I kept watching, I was like, okay, so not really, but like kind of because I'm immature. and like Yeah, there aren't really a whole lot of like well-knowns here. So we have Dave Bautista, his uh, love interest, Maria. She was in Nacho Libre. She was. Oh, yeah, um, I don't remember that movie at all. She was Incarnacion. She's one of the nuns that uh, Nacho falls in love with. We don't really have that many big names in this one, do we? No, it's really Dave Batista. And I don't want to say like unknowns. They're not like household names. Zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. Most of the characters that we have joining this big old group were there for the beginning of it. They got out. It's Vegas, so there's a lot of money there. Wealthy dude. What was his name? Mr. Oh, Tanaka. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Tanaka yeah. comes in and is like, hey, I want my money. Assemble a group. Y'all get a cut of it. So he goes, gets a group going. They get in there with the help of this coyote lady who, like, apparently knows what it's like inside. Oh, what, um, did they say that that's what she was? Did they say that she was a coyote? Yeah. Oh, was that just a nickname that they gave her since she would go in and out? Because do you know what, like, what a coyote is in sense of the Mexico-American border? Am I Mexican? Are you? Yeah, homie. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought you were uh, just like Native American. I didn't know there was also like Mexican in there too. Oh yeah, it's it's both. Um, but yeah, yeah. So she's <laughs> she she knows how to like get in and out. So she's the coyote. What was her name? Like Lily or something was her actual name. Beginning I'm surprised you remember. Yeah, her name is Lily. I was surprised you remembered that. I don't remember her name. <laughs> well, because I watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Beginnings of our twist, we learn that they're not just mindless, flesh-eating zombies. We have these alphas, and these alphas are bigger, faster, stronger. And they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck. <laughs> they fucked. They were gonna have a, like, a zombie antichrist baby. When I first saw the, the queen, I was like, oh, maybe they should have like some of them like have abilities. But like, you know, she has like a really fucking loud, super annoying screech that she can gather a shit ton of zombies to one area. But then we see the the main like leader zombie dude, who I'm going to call Zeus because they're, they're in um, they're, the zombies home base is uh, Olympus. Big old Zeus dude. They like touch foreheads, him and the, the queen. And I was like, oh, OK, that's like kind of cute. They like bonded or some shit. And then he like leans down and puts his head by by her belly and then he like cheers and i was like 
this mother bitch is pregnant. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that was so out of left field. Like, and it was it was weird, and I felt like it was like no. Yeah, it felt really. It felt just like so like gross and wrong. It was like, oh god, how, why was she pregnant before? Did they? How do two dead people fuck and then have a kid? questions just start flooding into my mind it's like what what is this zombie virus <laughs> that they're all infected with we see the beginning scene with um them leaving area 51 with the container that has the original zombie in it and then they escape and they're right by vegas and then shit goes down but still that's a, that's weird <laughs> zombie babies and it was had that weird glowy blue shit like it was like yeah. electric and then other zombies started having it and i was like have they had multiple children i didn't notice the others the only ones i noticed that had that kind of like glowing blue effect was the was the alpha the zeus zombie and the baby but i was watching mine on my tv that's behind me from my bed so did you like did you watch on your computer no i watched on um our my tv as well Oh, well, your, your your TV is a lot bigger than mine, so yeah. you would have seen more of the image than I would have. I thought it was really interesting because it started with kind of a montage of different soldiers during the initial zombie outbreak. I thought it was really cool how they had that one woman character. We just mm -hmm. like kind of like see her life. She was saving other people and she like she was seeing people get bitten, but mm -hmm. they were just still alive humans and she ended up having to shoot them. And like she yeah. was like really having a lot of like trauma and depression going through that and it eventually got to a point where she was trapped and the cargo boxes fell right on top of her mm -hmm. and i thought that was such an interesting and powerful way to like show how much it's just gotten so fucked up and it's how much it destroyed people's lives we also like get some interesting flashbacks with dave batista which have you seen blade runner 2049 i'm not he is a really good actor when he wants to be. I think he's dissed on the Fast and Furious franchise because they said that those actors aren't real serious actors while he is. I think it was like making fun of Vin Diesel saying that you're not a real serious actor on Twitter like a year ago. Oh. <laughs> uh, but Dave Bautista, because he started as a wrestler like Dwayne Johnson, and mm. he he's really like proved himself. He can stand so perfectly still that he just like becomes invisible. Yeah, it's crazy how he can do that. Crazy! And it's, I have no other actor I've ever seen can do that. He really morphs so well into the character that he's the background of the movie itself. Then all of a sudden, yeah. he starts speaking. You're like, oh my god, I didn't even know he was there. <laughs> speaking of which, Zack Snyder has such interesting cues that like when you watch his stuff, you just, you already could tell that you're watching Zack Snyder. Mm -hmm. You know, you get the, the the big booby badass ladies with the big gun. Yeah, <laughs> he did that. He did that with the uh, Watchmen with the uh, what was her name? Silk Spectre. Oh, mm -hmm. I haven't watched that movie in a while. Have you? He also had Sucker Punch. Have you ever seen Sucker Punch? Oh my god, that was forever ago. It's such a weird movie. <laughs> it is. It really is. Yeah, all he's he's got a thing for big badass booby women. <laughs> which is why he cast Gal Gadot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you got these big badass booby women with guns and just like feminism to the extreme, but we're going to show off our butts and tits while we do it. <laughs> <laughs> I only notice it here in with the Snyder Cut with Jared Leto's Joker <sighs> with that scene uh, where he would go from like completely out of focus 
and then rack into focus so quickly that you like you finally see the character you know what i'm talking about yes after seeing it here i kind of feel like it's worn off a little bit my thing with him has been the music lately because <laughs> with, with snyder cut we got wonder woman and that like <laughs> other oh, you always hear her them screaming <laughs> and like, every, like the first few times i was oh that's like really fitting for this battle scene with wonder woman like that makes her look so badass and then like two or three times later i was like is he fucking like using the same track over and over again like what is he doing <laughs> and like there wasn't really any there wasn't any of that in this one but i felt like there were certain scenes where certain songs are being used that i just felt like didn't fit uh, I was seeing memes where it's just like the Army of the Dead is Zack Snyder's Suicide Squad. Oh, get it? He's a DC director, so this is a DC thing. But when I was watching it, I noticed all of them die. <laughs> so it really did turn out just to be a Suicide Squad movie. And that, that kind of that kind of pissed me off. Like at the beginning of the movie, I was like, you know what? We're, we're maybe gonna lose like one or two people, and it's gonna be like the annoying assholes. And then we get to the end where where Dave, him and Maria, they like go back and forth. They're like, yeah, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, we do still love each other and maybe this could work out. And then. Man. Elevator opens. <laughs> and then the, the, it was one of the, the alpha zombies comes in and just snaps her back. And I was like. Not just snaps it. He owls that bitch. He just turns it <laughs> 180. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a really cool, like the zombie grabs onto her and then, you know, he's going to shoot and save her and they'll be like, oh, I love you. And then they escape together. (laughs) And that shit happens. And I was like, it just gutted me for a few seconds. I was like, oh, the pain. It did make me laughter when her spine like popped out of her neck. Zach is just so weird because you'll have cases of when sexism or racism are going on. Whoever's like being the sexist or racist ends up like getting killed or something. And yeah, so it was really. He likes to prove that like women can be badass and that they can be, you know, the, the ones that do all the hard shit in the movies. I like seeing like in Aliens, like Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I yeah. love that movie. <laughs> what Alien and Aliens did with Sigourney Weaver was they. The difference though with that is that they didn't like have Sigourney Weaver's boobs and like popping out of her shirt and her butt popping out of her pants every time the camera is on them you know in my mind i almost like want to like create a fan art poster but it's just dave bautista who 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 is like mr potato head there's this big oval of muscle and he's like i'm here to make to give my daughter money and then there's like his daughter and then there's uh lily the blonde lady and their boobs are just like popping right up and almost like blocking their faces and they're like and we're here to kill zombies <laughs> <laughs> he wants to make sure you know that's a woman like, it's like yeah it's like right he, wa- he wants you to know that he likes hot ladies but he also wants you to know that hot ladies deserve respect <laughs> and so every single that's, time that's it right there <laughs> every time it was that cop or that guard from the camp and she immediately like shoots him in the leg and gives him over to the alphas. And mm-hmm. there was the the guy who was only there for the queen's head, because he because Mister Tanaka didn't want the money at all. He just used it as an alibi to get some zombie blood. <laughs> he ends up just getting completely. That's what that was. <laughs> what? That's what that was. <laughs> he didn't even want the money at all. I didn't even catch that. 
<laughs> oh yeah yeah he said that the money was only like a distraction they would go along with it for the money then they would just go in there for the zombie head you know yeah and i mean did you i got real annoyed at the end because you know they were like i'll oh, do it before the um the bomb drops and then that one <laughs> guy was in the safe and then he came out afterward i was like wait a day <laughs> he just comes out after the destruction with the money and gets out and I was like, so they didn't need to go in before it dropped and they could have been there after the zombies. And then I just, the whole, you know. Well, we don't know what the condition of it was after that. Yeah, did, did, was there like a hatch that he opened and climbed out of? Yeah, he climbs right out with all the money. The fucking tiger, the zombie tiger. He goes on that guy who had the head or who was planning on having the head and just completely fucks his shit up. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> he's, like, he's like slamming him 10 feet away into cars and cement pillars and <laughs> rips his face just clean off. Mm-hmm. Even though like I was cringing and like kind of shying away from looking at when it got really gory, that I enjoyed watching. So I was like, yeah, man, you were a piece of shit and I'm happy you're dead. I kinda, I did that more so with the guard dude at the beginning mm. because I, I kept seeing her like look at him. And then, like, when she started talking to him, I was like, oh, shit, she's going she's gonna to fuck him up because he's, you know, an asshole. And then she shot him and tied him up and was like, oh, we're going to make an offering. And I was like, what the fuck are you making an offering to? And I liked that it was the, the queen who came up and decided his fate. She checked him to see if he was going to be good enough to take back. That's what I was like, oh, yeah, like, he deserves it. And, I mean, I thought bad about the other dude and the, uh, and the tiger. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I did. He deserved it. He left them for dead, dude. You got what he deserved. Yeah, I, I liked, I liked seeing the best buddy, and I liked that the tiger like played with him too. And it was totally like real, like characteristics of the cat, like messing around with him when you knew he had him and stuff. It was good. I think the moment, I think the moment I turned off my brain completely was in the opening scene where <laughs> the wife was blowing him, the guy, in the, the the dude driving in the car. Mm-hmm. And it was just like sex this is a stupid Zack Snyder zombie movie I'm turning my brain off five minutes into it <laughs> is what started the zombie apocalypse oh my god Roadhead started the apocalypse change my mind <laughs> it has like a 60 something percent of Rotten Tomatoes which A I 100% agree with and they also 100% disagree with because that movie deserves a 100% for stupid. It will 100%. <laughs> oh my god. I love Zack Snyder, but also like, what the hell were you on when you wrote this? Movies are at their best when they're just off the wall fucking nuts without being bad. Like, that's what I thought about with uh, the more the most recent The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. Mm-hmm. We are completely throwing the real life aspect of this story out the window. We're, we're just going to do some fuck shit. And I want to say maybe 5% of that movie was actually based on real events. And that's what bothered me so much about it. And that's why this one didn't scare me. I was expecting to be totally scared because I was scared of the other Conjuring movies. I was scared of Annabelle. And then this one comes out and I was like, this is, this just feels like every other demon movie that's ever come out. Like it just, it doesn't, it didn't feel real. It didn't feel like this was something that Ed and Lorraine actually went through. Did you ever like get into Ghost Adventures? <laughs> With like Zach Bagans on the Travel Channel. I got really, really into it when I was younger. Every so often, like I would have this like month or so where I would like binge a whole bunch of episodes. I would watch it. It's all reality TV. 
in all reality TV is trash. It's just like fun to watch, you know? So I've watched The Ghost Adventures a whole lot, but about a year ago or so, I was watching an episode where Zach Bagans opened up this haunted museum in Vegas. To promote it, they did a bunch of episodes. They were just like, investigating in my haunted museum. They basically did like a large scale war museum where it's like a bunch of hard haunted artifacts. To help promote it, they had, we brought in Annabelle for a guest appearance. And they had like <laughs> the Warren's daughter's husband come in like with a hand, like with a briefcase <laughs> handcuffed to himself. They opened it and they were like, yeah, so here's, here's the actual Annabelle doll. And they like, they were showing it. And they were like, Zach, don't touch the Annabelle doll. Whatever you do, Zach Bagans, don't touch the Annabelle doll. And then he was just like, see, Zach. And this stupid fucking, I think, I think it was all sh shot in a night vision too, which of course it was. It was like, here's fuck Zach Bagans, like, oh, like he's, he's in a trance. And he's just re like, he's reaching towards the Annabelle doll and he touches it. He's like, oh no, Zach, now you're cursed with Annabelle. It was so stupid. That's really what ruined both Ghost Adventures and the Warrants for me. It's like, there's such sellouts. So, Rose, you would say you like Star Wars, right? It's just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. So you're, you're a little familiar with uh, how fans act online, right? Just a... Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a little bit uh, unreasonable and loud and obnoxious and hurtful and racist and yet overly sensitive to everything. Just just a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, like getting offended that there's a woman in the movie, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Lego just announced that they are... They just showed off uh, their new Mandalorian Season 2 Lego sets. They have the ship listed as Boba Fett's spaceship or starship, something like that. <laughs> and so everybody is getting up in arms saying that, like, oh, woke Lego Disney, Star Wars, they, they're forgetting. They, they, won't, they don't want the word slave in it because it's racist. But, like, we look at other Lego sets such as like General Grievous's ship it's just listed as General Grievous's fighter you know it's mm -hmm. just like they use the simple terms that people know so it's like when your fucking five-year-old kid says I want Boba Fett's ship you just know you automatically know what that is you know you don't mm -hmm. have to like go searching it's just like okay well what's Boba Fett's ship called it's called Slave One so let me try to find Lego site no it's just called Lego Boba Fett's ship it's not a new woke marketing thing but since like i think someone at lego said that like disney wants us to move away from that term uh from now on and yet people are like saying like they're erasing star wars canon and they don't want they don't want people to know about star wars because it's something stupid like that so i'm seeing all this discourse and this led me to because uh, I, I like to I like to dick around with the podcast Twitter. So I was on the podcast Twitter scrolling through and the actor who put on the uh, Boba Fett costume so that he could be inserted into the special edition. Mm -hmm. uh, like when Jabba is in front of the Millennium Falcon and stuff. Yeah. 
the actor who played that is going on Twitter being like, hey, Disney, if you don't like Star Wars, then don't buy it. And then like laughing, like cry laugh emoji, exclamation point, 100% what makes Star Wars fandom toxic. And so I, uh, he's like saying like, oh, Disney hates Star Wars. And I wrote back saying, yes, Disney hates Star Wars, which is why they made five movies, four animated shows, because you got the Clone Wars season seven, Star Wars Resistance, Rebels. Uh, yeah, there are four, there, are, there were four sh- uh, animated shows, weren't there? Oh, the Bad Batch. Duh. Wow. Wow, we're both idiots. Okay, so yeah, Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels, and Resistance. Four, t- uh, four shows, five movies, five other live action shows coming that are confirmed and actually we're getting another uh animated series with visions so five movies yeah five animated shows uh six live action shows including the mandalorian and so i I responded to that stupid actor and now i'm just like getting so many fucking replies to it and it's like well, well, they don't like they don't like Star Wars because they just want money, and I'm just like, where? Okay, yes, they like money. No shit, everyone likes money. That's why they bought Star Wars in the first place. They bought yeah. Star Wars to get more money. No one's arguing that they want money, but like, what do you mean they don't care? Like, they got a lot of quality stuff out there that a lot of people like. Uh, and I think I think they're the reason why we're getting these the shows like Kenobi and um uh in boba and stuff like that is because of how badly they messed up um the sequels with not having a plan well the plan i don't i don't really take the plan criticism that because both of the sequels uh, both the trilogies that lucas did Mm-hmm. they weren't planned to- lucas likes to say that he had this grand scheme of you know farmer boy like goes off to save a princess and then he finds out the bad guy is his dad and then he saves his dad and they blow up the death star that wasn't he didn't have the whole trilogy planned out he just didn't and there's a lot of evidence for that including you know luke and leia being brothers <laughs> you know they wouldn't have had that so that so much like will they won't they romance going on between them if lucas always knew that they would be brother and sister it, that stuff like that wasn't planned out it didn't start off right i don't think like i uh, it's such a complicated <laughs> it, thing it's, it's not so much that it was a plan but it was more like um because we had what was it was it directors or, or producers it was directors that moved wasn't it we had different people well it was yeah, it was different directors because at first it started with JJ. Mm-hmm. But the problem with what JJ, like The Force Awakens, like a lot of people like it. I like to watch it. But what the issue with it is, it really is just like a retelling of A New Hope. You know, you got yeah. the droids sent to the sand planet to get away from the space Nazis. And uh, the lonely person out in the middle of the desert finds it. Someone else comes looking for it. Uh, they get on the Millennium Falcon that's in the middle of the desert. <laughs> they fly. Uh, Han Solo uh, takes them to a bar, and they talk in a bar. You know, it's just like there's a lot of sim- main things. You know, the giant planet killer machine. Yeah. And then they go and blow up the giant planet killer machine. Uh, 
it's just like it's too many things that were re like i mean george lucas reused similar concepts uh with the prequel trilogy with uh between phantom menace and a new hope mm-hmm. but for jj he just did too much and then he left off on the uh his whole mystery box thing which his whole mystery box thing is just literally anakin's lightsaber in the box it's like how did it get there well we'll find that out later that's how he sets up all of his movies and then every every project he sets up that way never goes well yeah that's what happened with uh the cloverfield movies and that's what happened with lost and so he ended it with uh ray holding out the lightsaber and that kind of like left jj uh not jj that kind of left ryan in a spot where it's just like this is what i'm left with okay might as well tell you know an original story and then he tells an original story and then everyone gets upset well people didn't like not knowing where the story was going to go so here you already know this story i'm just going to tell it to you again with here's the empire here's the emperor and the emperor's got new planet killers and so we're going to blow them up <laughs> we're going to blow up the emperor again i never thought of it that broadly it's like you know the the whole people didn't want new so we went back to the old stuff and literally just redid it and brought back the same character who should be very 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 dead by this point that's the problem with jj and jj is good at direct like he did other things before mm-hmm. i don't know anyways that was seven years ago and i was in charge of star wars so it doesn't concern me also, I feel like that'd be a really big burden, though, because you can, with the Star Wars fandom, you are never going to please anyone. There's always going to be someone that is completely pissed off at, and even, even us talking now, this blows up, this gets big. There's going to be someone that's like, well, your theory is dumb, and they're, they're going to say how it's not canon for this to be whatever, and it's that's why I'm getting like a lot of replies on Twitter. 30 year old people complaining about stuff that was written for 12 year olds. Dude, go touch some grass. <laughs> go, go touch the grass right now. Yo, yo. Okay. So one of the, one of the big repliers who kept coming at me kept saying, oh, well, you know, this Disney Star Wars was a failure. You see these box office and it was like all of them over a billion dollars. I was like, What's your point? How these failures, they're all over a billion dollars. It's just like, yeah, but they kept going down. And so I showed him uh, the original Star Wars trilogy box office with uh, A New Hope had $700 million. A New Mm -hmm. uh, The Empire Strikes Back had $500 million. And Return of Jedi had $400 million. It was like, this is a normal trend to see about trilogies with it going down. Like, that's, that's normal. Yeah, and it was like, yo, you don't know what you're talking about because you're not you you're not talking about inflation and you're not talking about their budgets. And also, like, if we're gonna talk about inflation, then no movie will ever have made more money than whatever came before it. Because uh, Gone with the Wind, I think, made box office it made just under uh, two hundred million dollars for that time, <laughs> or uh, worldwide almost four hundred. Adjusted yeah. for inflation today nothing would ever come close you know yeah like that's yeah nothing will ever come close to touching what gone with the wind made at that time and just mm-hmm. for inflation inflation just uh like like a funhouse mirror warps things mm-hmm. uh, and then we're talking about budgets and 
the budget for the Rise of Skywalker had uh, 270 million, and the box office was a billion. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so 270, double that, you get 550 million dollars. That still leaves them with like a 450 million dollar profit. Yeah. Where are where are these problems you're having with it? And I was checking back, trying to see if they made a reply. And apparently that count has now been suspended. What? This tweet is from a suspended account. Holy shit, they got their own account banned. Wow. Um, That's funny. Dude just couldn't fucking let go that the sequel trilogy wasn't a complete failure. He he just couldn't let it go that it was fine. But yeah, I got really hyped up when all this is going on today. I was like, oh boy, people are coming after me because I said something positive. But yeah, and the Boba Fett actor, his name is Mark Anthony Austin. And he he is just going on a tirade of tweets being like, Disney ruined Star Wars. And <laughs> uh, you know you know the Texas flag where it's just like, come and take it? Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what he's posting. It's like the slave one, come and take it. Like... Oh my god. Dude, you can still say Slave 1. They just changed it for marketing reasons. It's not as big as a deal as everyone's making it be. Because mm-hmm. I think we got all the big things. We did the the Theory Trade Federation, which we're probably going to end up changing that name eventually because even though I came up with that name, I I don't even like it that much. <laughs> it's it's alright for now. Um, but what we didn't do is let people know that they can comment their own theories if there's a theory that they can think of for whatever it is we're talking about or even if it's movies that are coming out yeah if anyone really like actually watches this far <laughs> if you want to tweet <laughs> at us with your uh theories and questions as to what you think is going to come up or you can email it to the email which will be down in the description of this video uh do it and we will read them here and then we will yeah, see we'll like, read them uh, we'll say what we we think we like about it what what we think may happen and we'll put it up here as a a theory that we could get points for or if you think ours is wrong and you want to give your (laughs) and you want to give your points why (laughs) please tell us get over here are you supposed to work at the neighbors and with that i think that's a good place to leave off Coming soon to a theater near you.